You're listening to a This Day original podcast. A raid that brought new kings. As the kings fought in the garden at the back, some came and stole the beautiful things and broke the rest. In the broken city entered a man who declared himself a ruler and began what came to be known as the Scythe dynasty. Just another page in the long history of kings of the past. For thousands of years the subcontinent has been home to many raids from the west as far as the west goes for its richness lured all some came with honesty others with deceit some took and left while others stayed and decided to rule India became what it is today because of those centuries of receiving and giving to all that came to her in search of something worthy central asian warlords as near as they were to the land beyond indus traveled difficult terrains and defeated majestic mountains to take away the gold of the golden bird Some were rebuked by Indian kings, pushed back so hard that they never returned. Some seen as a threat, too dangerous to control. But one of them was feared like no one else was. A new sun was about to rise over the subcontinent. This new wave could break the wheel of the past and start something new, which will be broken away soon again. New culture, new food, new clothes, new jewelry, new architecture, and a new dynasty would rule and usher in a new dawn. It started soon after Timur's burning camels had managed to scare Muhammad Tughlaq's war elephants who turned back and stampeded their own army. The Tughlaqs were anyway on the decline. The power in Delhi was slowly getting weaker at its roots. Bengal and Deccan had been lost forever by the sultanate that stood in pride at the center. Only an opportunity seeker was required. News traveled fast even in those times and through air fell in the ears of Timur in Central Asia. He must have smiled when he heard of the state of affairs in the subcontinent and saw the world that lay open in front of him. Here in Delhi, Firoz Shah Tughlaq took his last breath and two people declared themselves sultan immediately. One was his grandson in Delhi and another some relative in Firozabad in Delhi's vicinity. While they were busy fighting with each other over who should be the sultan, Timur came back with his forces, sacked, plundered and looted all that came in his way and went back home. He only left one thing behind. one Khizr Khan as a deputy of Multan in the chaos and anarchy and pestilence that followed Khan marched to Delhi on 28 May 1414 and captured Delhi they won Delhi and it was one of the richest cities in the world at that time what began with Khizr Khan came to be known as the Scythe dynasty though small and quite unknown it did change the course of history for good Yahya Sirhindi wrote Thakri ki Mubarak Shahi a book that traveled through time to tell the stories of Scythes along with a few monuments they built and coins they left behind. Khizr did not rule as a sultan but more as a vassal under Timur and then his successors. After him, three more Scythe kings came to power in uncertain times amidst conspiracies and rebellions with no efforts to regain or consolidate their territories until finally the last one was overthrown by Balo Lodi who started the Lodi dynasty. Or perhaps Alam Shah himself emptied the throne in favor of Lodi and went to Badaun to die peacefully. There are all kinds of fancy tales of kings of the past. That is how history happened and history turned in its sleep one step at a time until this moment in the present. For more such podcasts, articles, trivia and interesting bits of information from the world of history, heritage, arts and culture, make sure to visit thisday.app. You can also check out the This Day app on Google Play Store and iOS App Store.